Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why will why not? And today's what is going to be a journey into the forums of sexinfo101.com. Now, sexinfo101.com, as you may have guessed, is a sexual education website with reviews and other kind of things, but they also have a forums, and forums are people discussing sexy topics. So, if you don't like the sex episodes, well, this is going to be one. That's pretty much obvious right off the bat. But before we get into the forums of sexinfo101.com, I just want to take my usual brief moment to say thank you to all the people who are donating to the podcast on Patreon. I super appreciate it. As always, it is mind-boggling and humbling to know that people care enough to donate to the podcast. I owe some people some drawings. They're drawn. I have to call them and send them. But yes, thank you so much. And thanks to everyone who has requested magnets. I still have a small amount of magnets left, and they are waiting to be sent to you wherever you are in the world. Um, If you asked for a magnet and I didn't send one, please send me a reminder email. I think I have probably like a 98% success rate on sending magnets, but sometimes they forget. I don't want any uh, Sleeping Beauty vindictive witch issues with, you know, you didn't get the magnet, so you cursed my family. Things like that. I don't want that. And thanks to everyone who's been writing reviews on iTunes. As always, if you feel like you want to help the podcast, please go to iTunes and review it. I also recently found out, I believe the podcast is on the TuneIn app, if you like to get your podcasts that way as well, as well as Stitcher and other places. But if you go to Stitcher, there's only six reviews versus the couple hundred or whatever that are on iTunes. Neither here nor there. Go bananas with the reviewing. All right, so now it's time to get into the forums of sexinfo.com. And the first post we'll read is in the sexinfo101.com forums, subforum member forums, subforum sex toys and other products. And we'll be reading a post started by XO Kelly XO entitled Boyfriend Makes Me Wear an Anal Plug. Read on Help! And it goes like this. I have a bit of an awkward situation. Gaug on. My boyfriends make me wear a anal plug when I am with him and when I sleep. Otherwise, he insists upon not hanging out. We have sex on a daily basis with what started out as vaginal sex, but now is only anal sex and blowjobs. He knows how much anal sex puts me in discomfort and I don't get off from it. When he surprises me with a visit and just comes over without notice and I don't have my plug in, he quote unquote punishes me, usually involving something sexual. My butthole is becoming stretched out with all the abuse it's been taking. I don't poop quote unquote right anymore and my hole somewhat hurts now should i be worried about damaging effects btw i read into the situation him and i are going on and we don't nor never agreed to a 24 slash 7 dom slash sub relationship this is just what has happened after time and his behavior keeps increasing he's bought me new plugs each week so far as quote unquote gifts and each week they increase in size Should I be offended? What do I do if the plugs keep getting bigger and bigger? (laughs) What do I do if the plugs keep getting bigger and my hole can't take it anymore? I'm afraid he will force it in or continue to punish me when I fail to do his sexual acts. I lowe my boyfriend and don't want to lose him. This is a serious matter I have at hand, so please don't set it aside as a joking matter. Don't make fun. Nobody has been taking me seriously. I need advice. Thank you. 
and human sex doll rights. He sounds like he has a pretend dom. I have had a couple of doms and not even a 24 slash 7 would your dom make you do something that was truly painful and something you didn't truly like. A true dom knows the diff between good pain and bad pain and still shows you respect. I would get away from this guy because if you aren't in a BDSM relationship, then why put or allow the plugs to be put in? No means no, even in a relationship. And Lusty Lisa replies, This is definitely not a good situation for you, and your reluctance to show resistance and authority over your own body has, I'm sure, gave this BF some senki of empowerment over you. The quote-unquote punishments are going to escalate the longer you allow this man this kind of control. In fact, your description of him, as Brandy mentioned, he's quote-unquote grooming you to be his own personal sex slave. Otherwise, he would have had an open conversation with you about the BDSM lifestyle and only considered you as a partner if you were willing and agreeable. I don't claim to understand that kind of relationship, but from now on, it's all about the quote-unquote sub, not the quote-unquote don, and the sub's boundaries and limits are upheld and respected to the the highest degree. Grooming is a method of systematic control used by pedophiles and abusers alike to gradually strip a quote-unquote unwilling person down emotionally and physically to do what they are told through various means, which can include what appear to be genuine concern and love at times to threats of or actual acts of harm. Everyone has recommended that you get out of this relationship while you can. I agree. Now, someone who is a potential groomer slash abuser may not be easy to get away from. I would venture to say that if he feels he's got a lot of time and effort in breaking you, he may get defensive or even violent. He knows where you live. Does he also know where you work? Do you have friends and family you can depend on or a place to stay for a few days? I would make a break from this relationship in a public place and change the locks on your doors and refuse to be alone with him or even speak to him over the phone. If he fears that he's losing his possession, something he feels rightly belongs to him, he will employ any tactics necessary to regain control. Don't give him any possible chance to get you back in his clutches. Just a thought. Have you considered speaking with someone with women's protective services or abuse slash battered women agency. Most cities have them. If not, county seats usually have at least one agency to offer assistance in lesser populated and rural areas. Please try to get help for your own safety. The longer you wait, the worse it's going to get. You are brave and more capable than you think. I'm sending wishes and praise your way for a good outcome for you. Good luck slash hugs. And ex-fiend Fry writes, to him, you are nothing but a sex object. He has no concern for your well-being. He just cares about getting his pleasure out of you get out before it gets worse you deserve better why on earth do you permit this and Brandi writes, Sounds like he has read, quote-unquote, The Story of O, which is a classic novel regarding training of a woman for sadomasochistic behavior. You do not have, quote-unquote, a bit of an awkward situation going on. You are facing a potential disaster. Yes, you are stretching your anus a bit, and this has long-term consequences, including bowel incontinence. Not tomorrow, but in 10 years or so. You are slowly being made his slave, and he is showing no regard for you, your physical health, your sexual satisfaction, or your mental health. You should not be, quote-unquote, offended. You should be frightened by what is happening and what you are allowing to happen to yourself. The relationship will damage you both physically and emotionally. As the relationship continues, the demands will become more and more dominating, and you will be left a shell of yourself. Get out and get counseling. And Thirst for Knowledge writes, 
I'm not sure how many men have responded to this thread. I'm new here. I'm too new here to know how to tell the difference from the forum posts. But from a male perspective, you are dealing with a psychopath who has no concern for your well-being. Get out now. His deviant fascination with this will only grow and become more perverse. Get out before he robs you of so much of your self-worth that you can't get out. This is the type of man that I will never understand. Selfish, unfeeling, and maniacal. If you were my friend and you told me about this, he would be hospitalized by the end of the day. And Tiger Lover adds, I second, third, and fourth this. Also, constantly having something push in instead of out of your anus has been proven to be dangerous in both short and long term. It actually ruins the skin, especially doing this so constantly. This guy is into control, and unless this was a loving, consensual BDSM relationship, then get out now. I've read about BDSM enough to know that in all cases, they know they're not really slaves slash masters. They're just like the idea of it, even in a lifestyle. This guy just wants to be controlling. I've only been in one controlling relationship, and I simply told him no when I had the right moment and knew I'd never be able to see him again. He not only disrespected me, but my family as well. As Human Sex Doll said, a true dom doesn't make you do something you hate. There's quite a difference between a dom and a douche. Cool emoticon. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread again in the sexinfo101.com forums, subforum, member forums, subforum, sex toys, and other products in a thread started by Wishrig entitled, Dildo is Too Cold. And it goes like this. Hi, I have long fantasized about seeing my wife with another man, someone with a long, thick cock, brackets, eight inch plus. Works for both of us. We recently bought a large dildo for her. It's one of the silicone kind. I love seeing it stretch her out, and she loves using it. We do have one problem, though. She often complains that the dildo is too cold for her. I'm not sure how to resolve this issue. If I know we are having sex, I will pre-warm it up under hot water. The problem is by the time we are ready to use it, it gets too cold again. This also doesn't work with spur-of-the-moment sex. It gives me great pleasure seeing her take this monster dildo, and I would love to keep using it. My question is, how do I get it to stay warm? Any advice would be appreciated. Smiley emoticon. And hotbod for you 51 writes, Make a knitted cover like fishermen wives knit to keep their husband's cock warm on chilly nights at sea. And Bear Sex writes, Try getting a heating pad it plugs into the wall. From Walgreens or another store, i.e. drugstore, Walmart, plug it. Place the desired toy on pad before going to do the wild thing and bam when you need it. It's warm. It's also good if you strain muscles. And INT1103 writes, what about just taking a few seconds to rub it between your hands? Shouldn't take all that much. And you could use the time to talk to her and tease her that it's coming. When you do pre-warm it, keep it wrapped in a towel to help retain heat. And Poupon writes, Warming it up is good before usage. Worth a try, ladies. And Brandi writes, For heaven's sake, we doctors are faulted commonly for using cold specula. We generally keep one in a heated drawer. It would seem obvious that you need to take the largest cooking pot in the kitchen, fill it with hot water, and let your silicone friend sit in there until ready for use. Add a towel beside the pot. And Nutty Chick writes, Even easier than a cooking pot, run under warm water, then wrap in towel. Personally, I like my fine silicone friend tongue sticking out emoticon, to be on the cool side. Makes a penis feel better because of the natural heat, LOL, tongue sticking out emoticon. And it really shouldn't take that long to warm up while using it. Smiling emoticon. 
and too little ads. Where do you store it? I used to store mine wrapped in clothes in my dresser. I am not sure, but try some warming gel. And fun in the sun writes, It is ridiculous to need to ask this. I keep a candle warmer, brackets, $5 at Walmart on my nightstand. It either has a candle on it or a clay container of massage oil or water with the option to store a glass dildo in it. A crock pot works just as well for what you're doing, if a bit more conspicuous than the candle stand. On a side note, the candle is usually of a rarer scent, not encountered often, so that smell in particular gets related to sex and good memories and can be used subtly to get someone thinking about it. And Cat writes, I'm with Nutty Chick. I like the coolness. Was going to suggest wrapping it with a hot water bottle to warm it up before use. And mine is on top of the wardrobe. Brackets, child in the house. Lol, three grinning emoticons. And Nutty Chick adds, I am so pleased I have no kids around. Then I would have to put all my toys away, lol. Mind you, it was so funny seeing my six-month-old puppy sneaking out of my room with my fine silicone friend in her mouth. Eek! Tongue sticking out emoticon, grinning emoticon. And Sophie finishes the thread by adding, What about your dildo size? Is it like four inches? If she insert that toy inside her and then you go, do you enjoy or feel like just a hole? Maybe you should stop asking her to use that super-sized dildo. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the sexinfo101.com forums, subforum member forums, subforum sex toys and other products, in a thread started by infamous OB, entitled, Wives vs. Fleshlights. And it goes like this. This is a big question that's been bothering me ever since I first showed my wife about flashlights. I'm all about doing research when it comes to sex, toys, positions, etc. So I showed her the FLs and I asked her, what if I bought one? She said she didn't like them and they take away from me and her having sex or whatnot. I said, what about when you're on your period? And currently she's pregnant. Brackets. Baby sex is very fun, by the way. And what about when she gets a UTI or yeast or whatever? So I was on FL's website and I was reading the reviews and on browsing through their forum, I noticed other wives were disliking the fleshlights too. I personally just bought a fleshlight STU and my wife that new squeal toy from Love Honey. So I'm going to just surprise her with the toys and see what happens. Besides, the other day we were online looking a all types of toys together and we came really close to buying some toys too. So I just want to know why do wives dislike fleshlights? And Brandi replies, You walk into the bedroom and hear the buzz of the vibrator and her gasp. She rolls over and goes to sleep. When you poke her, she sleepily says, quote unquote, I have nothing left. How do you feel? And Matt C replies, I don't have one. Thought I have long wanted one. As far as Brandi's comment about wondering how interested they are in what you have to offer, some of us have the opposite problem. I would make love to my wife every day if she would let me. Our frequency is more like two times a month. If I'm lucky, am I to just sit there upset or am I to find a release? My hands both work fine, but it gets old. I don't know how my wife would feel if I bought one, but I think I should probably talk to her about it. And Flesh Life replies, not wanting to blow my own, not wanting to blow my own trumpet or anything, but I actually wrote an article about article about wives in the fleshlight a while back. And there is an article on a from a website called Fleshturbate. <laughs> and Paul B seventy nine writes. Well, Matt, if she loves you and understands you and your libido, she should not mind. I think communication is the key and involve her in the purchase of one. Go to your local adult shop or try to find a classy one. Okay. 
and go with her. That's what me and my wife did. Communication is key. I started talking to her about fantasies. At first, she smirked, but she accepted the fact that I had some. So we spoke about my fantasies, and I must admit I was shocked that she was not annoyed or saying, no way. She said she loved me and would be willing to try some things, but would be straightforward when her limits were reached. It comes down to respect and love for each other. Afterwards, she accepted my invitation to go to an erotic store with me. Once there, we had fun. We looked at everything, communicated to each other on each thing we saw. It was really fun. So we ended up buying an erotic game called, quote-unquote, Discover Your Lover, a feather type of tickler that she wanted for massaging and erotic teasing. And she also wanted to buy a butt plug with lubricant. I looked at her and said, wow. I asked her, who is that for? She said, both of us. You see, I just unlocked one of her fantasies, one of mine too. But by going to the store and communication to each other about all subjects and toys, you might just find out something new about your wife or yourself. It's cool. We played the game last night, and let me tell you, cool. I never thought a game like that would be so fun. We played for like two hours, did things we never did before, learned a lot of new things. Like, for example, I had to go down on her, but do it in a way she wanted me to do it, with her telling me what to do. Think of the butt plug but instead a massaging finger. Oh boy, she went nuts. Crazy. So my point is, talk, 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 and take a chance in bed at night. Bring it up. Tell her with respect and love. If she loves you, she'll take the chance because she even wanted to buy me a masturbator for when she needed a couple days break or on her cycle. Incredible. And Tian Titans 21399 writes, I don't think it's as big as an issue with married couples, but us single guys, it can help. Because going out to a bar, you spend a lot of money and still come home by ourself, or you run the risk of changing something. I think the issue is when you get used to the toy so must that when you have the real thing, the real thing can't compare. And Fred Light <laughs> and Fred Light 52 writes, maybe wives feel threatened that the husband can feel good without her. Sounds like insecurity to me. And Scout Niagara replies, I just returned from a 16-day trip away from my wife. I took my Spread Eagle brew with me and it pleasured me until I couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I took my spread eagle brew with me and it pleasured me till I could return to my wife's lovin'. Winking emoticon. Next time I think I'll pack it in my carry-on and see what happens with TSA. LOL. It looks like a beer can. Winking emoticon. And the spread eagle brew is one of several cans that you can buy to insert your fleshlight tops into. There is the spread eagle, suck it hyper real, <laughs> suck it draft, and lady lager. The more you know. And Brandi writes, Wives equal women. Not being the first, the second will do. I am not much into toys and find that another human body has all the interesting facets I need to be satisfied. There's nothing in the world that feels the same as a penis entering me. I cannot imagine that a masturbation enhancer would be as satisfying as the various parts and techniques we use to extract semen from our male partners. During my periods of cohabitation with males, their needing vagina substitutes would make me wonder how interested they were in what I offered. Dislike? No. What men do on their own is up to them with me around comma four periods and infamous ob replies i understand the quote-unquote toy concept and the quote-unquote not better than my real pussy concept also i just personally don't see why a so-called quote-unquote substitute brackets which i can or never will substitute my wife is an issue yeah men masturbate and women do too 
It's just weird to me. I mean, if a woman slash wife, etc. knows her pussy is that good, then why even get mad or even mention substitution? Just doesn't make sense to me, but oh well, I'm a male, not a female. We're totally different in ways the human brain will never grasp. And Creamy Sweet replies, <laughs> And Creamy Sweet finishes the thread by adding, Okay, boys and girls, I'll be the first to say I want to buy a fleshlight or a really good quality rigid sex doll for my hubby. I will let you in on a little secret. It's a toy. Just like the vibrator dildo you might have that he shouldn't be jealous of, I will tell you right now, Hey boys, listen up. I masturbate. Sometimes thinking of my husband. Sometimes thinking of other guts. <laughs> Sometimes thinking of just random crap. I use toys for you, in front of you, with you, and for myself. I do it when you're home, when you're awake, and sometimes while you sleep. I also do it often when you're gone away to work. Don't be jealous or insecure. It's a frickin' toy. Or girls, newsflash, he thinks of other chicks. Like it or not... And if he says he's not, he's fibbing. And if you believe him, you're fibbing to yourself. We are all humans and wired that way. Physical attraction. Maybe he strokes in the shower or gets an erection over the hot news gal. He's not screwing her and not leaving you for her. So if he wants to do himself with a funky pink plastic jellyfish thing stuffed in a plastic tube, then let him. Hell, pull up next to him and enjoy the show. Encourage a good time and don't oppress people's natural physical drives and urges unless they're banging the neighbor behind your back. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the sexinfo101.com forums, member forum, subforum, in the news, in a thread started by Smack That 86 entitled Male Enhancement. And it goes like this. Woke up to an infomercial this morning, and apparently there is a product in the form of a pill that you take once a day, and it increases your size, endurance, performance, and pleasure. I forgot what the product is called. Pretty sure it starts with an E, though. I'm a little skeptical about it, however. All the supposed people they interviewed, quote-unquote, off the street, all used it. They said it made them bigger and last longer and whatnot. Anyone know if this pill actually does anything like that? And what is the name of the pill again? And Natural Enhancements writes, As you can see, I am not quote-unquote pushing any product. Since no product was ever mentioned, these products are very popular. It's just that closed-minded, strictly scientific, and downright ignorant of the fact individuals such as yourself give such products a bad outlook. Why is it that Chinese medicines and techniques are recognized but not accepted? Because quote-unquote science has not been able to explain exactly how they work, and the medical science industry that we are all accustomed to would lose millions, if not billions, if it were accepted? Here's a question for you. If a certain herb can be used as a salve and treat an open wound, clear up the infection, and coagulate blood quicker, why is it so impossible for you to comprehend that an herb can open up the corpora cavernosa, brackets erectile tissue, expanding the blood vessel in the penis, causing increased blood flow and therefore a much healthier and bigger penis? Another herb increases the formation of nitrous oxide, a natural substance that is important for producing an erection. As for your quote-unquote mind over matter theory, I have tried a commercial product before, one that you have probably seen on TV with Smiling Bob. This product, widely used and heavily accepted by the naive public, did absolutely nothing for me. See what happens when quote-unquote science involves itself with Mother Nature? Not to mention those quote-unquote scientifically formulated products love to cause irregular side effects. Hence, your reference to quote-unquote toxic formulas. My herbal alternative is pure nature at work. Yes, the one that I am not pushing, just merely doing a journal of. No side effects except for the fact that I have grown and increased in thickness. By the way, I have seen several of your posts in other part of this quote-unquote 
open forum. Usually after someone mentions they have a problem with not being able to get an erection or some other instance, your solution usually the first post after such a discussion is, quote unquote, go see a therapist. Great solution. As such, after reading most of your postings, until you can prove to me and the rest of the community that what I'm doing does not work, then you don't have a leg to stand on. Open your mind and realize there's more to life than what people want you to believe. You are probably one of the few that believe that one bullet and one bullet alone killed JFK. Brackets John F. Kennedy in case you are scratching your head at the initials. Been long enough. And Sarah 300 writes, Your rebuttal is strictly to degrade a person with a medical background, which I have found kind of humorous and childish. So why can you not provide any substantive basis for your quote-unquote claims? There are none. Simple. In fact, yes, I do recommend people seek medical attention, B slash C, too often, those who have no clue what they're doing ingest pills causing harmful and unintended side effects. This is the very reason these are not FDA regulated. I have seen this too often many times with patients taking anticoagulants who have inadvertently taken herbals which increase their bleeding times. I sit and watch them bleed out because they have no clue what they have done. After all, it's out there and it must be working, right? Wrong. I have seen these people take fever, few with horrible side effects. I can go on. This is one reason I took extensive courses in herbal remedies to save people's lives of those who don't check with their doctor. You have no medical basis for your claims because there are none. You are basing your theory on a hope and prayer looking to entrap a group of kids who do not know any better. That's why you are here. It's a game of smoke and mirrors. I have no issue knowing who JFK is. In fact, you make me laugh because you have no basis for your claims, so you'd prefer to insult and the fact that you even made that statement shows how quote-unquote out there you are. Another JFK theorist. You must feel many here are naive and will fall for your scam. Yes, just drop me a PM and I'll tell you about these pills. What a scam you are playing on a group of kids. It's pitiful at best and your username was intended to attract those who are naive. You are seeking to prey on those who have a wish and are willing to part with their money. If you realize you are increasing blood flow to your penis, what do you think the quote-unquote artificial vasodilation and vas constriction is doing to the rest of your body. Have you any clue? Ever heard of a stroke? But as long as one can obtain a hard-on and increase their size, why not look for the medical or psychological issue? Pop happy Pop the happy pills. Every time you ingest a pill, it has to be filtered through your body and has some adverse reaction to it. Yes, the pills are big on the market because they are scams sold on the internet. Why do you think the manufacturers are rolling in the dollars producing ginseng made out of water and sugar? If it was scientifically accepted and proven, the drug manufacturers would have marketed the product. Check the results and side effects of too much N2O in your body and bloodstream. Look at what happens when you have too much. Now, who is regulating that in this product? You have no medical background. Until you have one, you are in no position to state otherwise. How do I know you do not? You would not be pushing, quote-unquote, advice, since your license would be on the line. Smiling emoticon. Oh, my God, this just goes on. And Hardened Good writes, I, for one, must express my disappointment in how this thread has sort of died in the past day. I purchased a lawn chair and bought some popcorn to see how this would all unfold. Gosh darn it, I am paying good money to watch this debate and would appreciate some closure. R-O-F-L-M-A-O, smiling face, grinning emoticon, grinning emoticon. 
and new to love rights. As I said, spam, and if I was a mod, I would have removed this thread. The world is full of scams. Sadly to say, many of the Google ads on my own website lead to sites where people are saying, quote, unquote, oh, I'm a nobody. I bought me a digital camera and made myself a millionaire in stock photography. Now, if you buy my ebook for $30, I'll tell you how to do it and you'll get rich too. There's a guy promising that for every nude snapshot he took, he made money. There are tons of cheats and liars out there and the web is a great place to fool people. Cheap and easy to advertise and nobody really knows who you are. We just have to be on guard all the time. It's not just in the sex scene, it's in everything. In my case, if I were gullible, I would have bought $200 worth of useless ebooks by now. And Dancing Doc 2 writes, In a word, Forget about it. In addition to being obnoxious commercials, particularly when they repeat themselves during regular programming, the only people the pills help are the manufacturers and ad people. And Smack That 86 writes, I wasn't going to get it. I'm rather happy with my size. Just made me wonder, you know? And Natural Enhancements returns to say, No matter what kind of pill, herb, or mixture that you ingest in your body, eventually can be toxic. You said it yourself, the most common one, Tylenol, can lead eventually to liver failure. The key to taking any kind of supplement that is foreign to your body is moderation and taking it as recommended. Brackets, note, I didn't say prescribed. So... The case of ephedra, over 12 million users and 155 deaths. About one in every 100,000 people, which is fair to say, that is how many people abuse it, ended up dead. How many people end up dead from abusing doctor-recommended drugs? The same, if not more, because they are more widely used. For now. You said, quote, just because you have a negative approach on medical professionals, your anger is obvious and you wish to lash out to anyone with a medical background as if they are all idiots. Science is science and has a significant basis in our society whether you like it or not. When the alternative therapies fail or become toxic, where do people wind up? Dead or sitting in doctor's office trying to get the situation controlled? Let's get one thing straight. Right off Jump Street, I did not lash out first. You did with your snide comment of the Brooklyn Bridge. I do not have a total negative approach on medical professionals, just the way that our system is run. Where do people wind up when their quote-unquote doctor-prescribed medicines go haywire? The same place trying to figure out which of their quote-unquote professional colleagues screwed up this one and how to cover for him slash her. Just the way it works, pal. Love it or hate it, it is the truth. As for more and more people turning to alternatives, and as you say, quote, people walk into a health food store and purchase supplements, ingest them, and wind up toxic. I have not seen any case noted that someone walked into GNC, purchased some saw palmetto and vitamin B6, and ended up dead. I have seen, on the other hand, people prescribed Viagra by their doctors only to wind up having heart attacks. Funny thing is, Viagra, a man-made product with more chemicals in in that you can't spell, is prescribed and recommended, but people have died from that. You don't see the FDA pulling it off the shelves. Why is that? The medical community would have a fit because of the money they would lose. In an analysis of 1,473 major adverse events recorded about Viagra to the FDA. 568 people died, most of them from cardiovascular causes, and yet that is still on the doctor's script list. What does saw palmetto and vitamin B6 have in common with doctor-prescribed Viagra, you may be wondering? Those are two of the natural ingredients found in another herbal-slash-natural pill used to help cure impotence. So, the glorious and highly touted FDA can pull a natural supplement off the shelves for 155 deaths, but keeps a profit-pulling, chemically-altering substance like Viagra on the shelves after more than 550 deaths? Hmm. 
for periods. No wonder more and more people are turning to advanced alternative and herbal medicines. Maybe if the medical community would grasp the understandings of herbal treatment instead of trying to dissuade the general public by calling it quote-unquote voodoo, brackets, I believe that is the term you used, without trying to line their pockets with its benefits, they too can do what they originally swore to do during their oath, and that would be to truly help people instead of worrying which BMW or Mercedes they would buy next. And new to love rights. Hey, Mr. Natural, shut the whatever up. Number one, you have not posted the link as you are intelligent enough to know that this is a serious board that deals with spam. Secondly, if you method is so proven, tell us what it is made of. Thirdly, although herbs are quote unquote natural, certain concentrations of certain herbs can have hazardous effects. What do you think medicines are made of? They chemicals in them don't fall from the sky as a gift of God. We get them from some quote unquote natural source. So to call anything based on herbs natural and not harmful in any way, just because quote unquote it is only herbs is a bad mistake. Fourthly, I don't believe in God because I am open-minded. Oh man. And natural, and natural enhancements replies. Calling my information, brackets with no product mention, or linking at all, by the way, spam because you do not like it, nor have ever tried it, is the pot calling the kettle black. Funny, I don't see my signature linking to my blog. Heck, I don't even have a signature linking to anything, unlike someone else I know. Let me guess, you have Google AdSense on your quote-unquote sites and quote-unquote forums, where I am sure you earn a few extra bucks a month, don't you? Spam, my dear signature-using friend, is useless information. Over 7.5 million people, brackets the open-minded ones, I guess, do not consider my method quote-unquote useless, so I guess the quote-unquote spam does not certainly apply to me. Certainly d does certainly not apply to me. Quote-unquote, come see my website. I get paid from Google every time someone clicks on ads from Google that I have on it. Very hypocritical. And rdan 5 writes, I tried these things before about two years ago, and my member did not grow. LOL. And... Nizzy G writes, Wow, you mean people are trying to sell pills that they say will make you bigger? I wouldn't have even known that if I didn't get 30 spam emails a day on the subject. More news. There are some hot stocks that are guaranteed to make you money. Girls in your area that are hot to meet you, you can buy software really cheap. There are apparently porn websites on the internet and you can refinance your mortgage. And Hard and Good replies, in a perfect world, spammers would get caught, go to jail, and share a cell with many men who have enlarged their penises, taken Viagra, and are looking for a new relationship. And we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the sexinfo101.com forums, member forums, subform pleasing her, in a thread by Anonymous, brackets not verified, entitled Trimming Slash Shaving 101. And it goes like this. I like going down on my girlfriend but she doesn't shave or even trim. I brought up the subject once and she got really strange on me. What can I do? And Love Muffin replies, I prefer to keep myself completely bald. I think it feels better and looks better, much more sexy looking at skin than hair, and I feel cleaner. My BF has started to trim. Much better for me. Winking emoticon. And Chopperman replies, I like my body fully shaved. I shave my upper arms and chest and pubic region. What I don't like is that when I shave, it doesn't look clear. It's like you can see the hair under the skin. If I would wax my own chest, would this go away? I would also like to wax my own pubic area and possibly my upper arms. I am no way going to a salon to do this, so i rather do it myself. What kits do you guys recommend that I can butt at a Walgreens or something like that? 
And Shasta101 replies, My wife and I trim with scissors, but don't shave. Seems like a good compromise. Sometimes we trim each other as part of foreplay. Sex is really good then. Smiling emoticon. And Mira28 writes, For those who shave, five periods. How often? I want to be smooth and stubble-free as much as possible. And Sex Goddess one writes, I am pretty sure I posted something on this thread, but ladies bald is easier to deal with when receiving oral and it feels so smooth and feels sexy. Shaving cream works best with olive butter and soy, and yes, it depends on what the girl feels comfortable. Plus, during your puberty, blood gets stuck on your hair sometimes, so it's better to wipe it... <laughs> Plus, during your puberty, blood gets stuck on your hair sometimes, so it's better to wipe it off and keep it clean. Yeah, no guy or girl wants to choke on hair. <laughs> And Sarah 300 replies to Chopperman saying, If you're going to try a quote-unquote home kit, go to the local Walgreens, brackets LOL, and look for the Sally Hansen's Lavender one. Stop laughing. Why lavender? It's soothing to the skin. And don't worry, you're not going to smell like a girly man. The scent goes away with a shower. Plus, lavender has mild antibacterial properties. You just heat it in the microwave for two minutes, spread it thin, apply the cloth, and remove. It does not hurt. I have used it for a touch-up. I tried the quote-unquote veet that was nasty stuff waxing keeps the hair growth down and it grows in finer and smoother each time and keevan writes i use my phillips sideburns trimmer to just trim the hair around the balls and shaft so far so good and timbuk2 writes fur ball equals bad six periods and boba fett writes i shaved my whole deal this morning brackets i'm a guy for the first time so far no itching, no bumps, nothing. I plan on doing it in the shower every day, too. I know my girlfriend will be pleased since she shaves everything. And Lucky Girl 69 writes, I keep myself completely shaved as well. The itching stops, and as I do it daily, it is smooth all the time. She'll enjoy it much more, too, when the can feel your tongue on every inch of her. I know I do. And Pyromanius writes, I'd say that he appreciates it much. I know I did when I went down on my GF for the first time and she was shaven. It makes the entire process a whole lot easier and even enjoyable for him. I wouldn't want to lick anyone at the top of the head since it was covered in hair. Would you? And Covers ID writes, My wife keeps hers shaved up top with a little patch she leaves. I love the smoothness right after she shaves. She won't do her labia because for her, the itchiness was a problem when it grows back. I would still love to lick a nice set of baby lips, but loves what she does. But love what she does. Even when it grows back to stubble before she shaves again, it's nice for me. Just the other day, though, she trimmed her little patch just above the labia, nice and short. When I reached over and slipped my hand down her panties, it surprised me to feel almost no hair. Still haven't had a chance to go down on her with it like this, but it won't be long now before I am there to lick an almost totally bare pussy. I could spend an hour down there. And Mr. Harry replies, Don't shave your chest, women don't like that. And just trim your bush with scissors. Don't shave, especially your nuts. That is not manly. My cousin did it and got some infection. It was pretty bad. Edited. Removed signature link. Moderator 3. And Ask Cream Man writes, Thanks for the tip. Beard trimmer sounds efficient, though I have no intention of removing all my pubes, only the vast majority. Laughing emoticon. I'll leave a bit of a garden above my penis. Eyebrow raising emoticon. Brackets, eyebrow raising emoticon for when she's feeling a bit exotic. No, my specific query was regarding those sporadic tiny pesky pubes on the testes. And Hazel writes, 
For me, it's sexier when a guy accepts an adult woman with pubic hair. I don't want to look like I'm 11 years old down there. It's a bit annoying when a guy starts dictating how women need to change how their crotch looks to meet his wishes. I keep it clean, and that's what I think is most important. I'm not saying I wouldn't trim it, and the funny thing is, if he doesn't start out with demands, I'm more willing to try it trimmed or shaved to see how he likes it. Guys can shave themselves if they want, but I'm happy with it looking the way nature intended. Leaving it alone also saves them the hassle. There's nothing worse than ingrown hairs or stubble down there. As long as people practice good hygiene, brackets, shower, I'm good with however much or little fuzz is down there. And Guy 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 writes, Next present you buy her, just shove in a pubic hair razor. Are guys meant to shave their pubes? And do you girls like guys shaved or hairy? Oh yeah, and anatomical, you really need a razor mirror if you feel comfortable with it. And if you have a single bed, put one leg down, one side, and the other, the other, what? And if you have a single bed, put one leg down one side and the other down the other side and face up, spread eagle nice and wide, and you're ready to go in a comfy position. I don't understand that at all. And the friendly giant ads. Ugh, shaving, lol. I gotta do it again soon, every few weeks. I don't mind being hairy, but as long as it's not long for me. Somehow, I found shaving the testes easier the area above the penis because... Well, I cut myself a few times and irritated the skin. The sack was pretty easy, although I didn't shave down to the skin like I do above. Gotta keep the balls in the trunk and the base of it shaved at least. P.S. If you want a closer shave, turn the blade upside down. And Sex Tomorrow adds, Shaving bald was a little bit weird for me at first, but I just love it bald all the time right now. Keep the area cool and my wife just love it fresh shave. I wouldn't think my wife likes sweating balls. Neither do I. Keep it clean. And Tarnished Halo writes, I've never shaved slash trimmed down there since my friend is turned on by fur pie. He spent many years in Europe, and it's common there for most women not to shave anything at all. So he prefers it. He even likes it when I don't shave my legs. But I told him I'd compromise by letting it grow in winter just for him. Hey, it's less work for me. And I like Beave writes, I'm glad there are positive articles on this subject of hair removal. It's only fair that we men clean up the act as well. I prefer to pluck them out. Who needs a wet shag rug to munch on anyways? And Sexy Kitty Master writes, Okay, and about the hair on the sack. That is tricky, but you do it the same as the rest. Squeeze it so the skin is tight and shave it with your razor. I know that's really thin skin, and the thought of a cut is frightening, but if you are careful, you will be fine. And go as far down the sack as you can. When a chick licks there, below the testes, almost near the ass, wow, it's great. And she will appreciate smooth, hair-free skin there. And Ephemera writes, Guys, how do you shave your balls? I've never tried it. I'm scared to death to do it. I heard some guy accidentally cut his and it got infected with gangrene. He had to lose his left nut. Eep! I generally trim or use an electric razor with a guard on it so it doesn't shave the skin. It works well. And Cunnus Lover writes, I think when it's shaved off all over, it makes a man feel like kissing and licking it. Makes me horny, does me. Just looking at it, it's so lovely. And when you get there, no hair in the way and you can lick all over much better for oral sex and more enjoyable even after you can delay and enjoy licking all around and you want to put something around it to lick off. Much better can open the lips, get a better view. Love looking at that lovely piece of God's work. If there is anything better, he must have kept it for himself.
And Mary Hogue writes, I first trimmed my curly whirlies, brackets, male, by the way, quite recently because I didn't imagine that a face full of fur is that great for my honey when she is doing something so lovely for me. It was a bit like getting a new haircut. Suddenly, I looked at myself quite differently. So I really think it has a lot to do with one's vanity slash sense of grooming slash sensuality. Regarding the lady shavers out there, smooth vulva, yummy. My current girlfriend is shaven, leaving that runway clear for takeoff with a nicely trimmed landing strip. But as soon as those prickly hairs show themselves again, it causes irritation around my mouth. My problem is this. How to suggest better maintenance with regard to the fact that this area is such an area of delicate vanity? A bit like a normal facial shave. I love to feel smooth and use a nice aftershave, but also because I love kissing girls and would hate any irritation with an unkept stubble. And I would happily shave my head, brackets, scalp, if my girlfriend suggested it would improve my cunnilinguistics. But I would be fearful of causing any offense to any girl with regard to the maintenance of their genitalia. Confused emoticon. And Sexy Sheep replies, A friend of mine got laser hair surgery. Needless to say, they removed the hair and hair-growing glands with laser. Probably pretty costly. Oh, and the pain and irritation. And Sexy Sheep asks again, How are red bumps and ingrown hairs formed from shaving? Three question marks. What exactly are ingrown hairs? And Red Roses adds, Funny. About two months... Funny. Colon. About two months ago, I allowed it to grow back just to see how it feels. After all, colon, I've had a hairy pussy for most of my life. Guess what, colon? It drove me mad to have hair down there again. Never felt better once I had cut it. Shaved it, epilated it. Great. Grinning emoticon. At Vlad, perhaps it is a bit different for girls, but yes, colon, I do have more trouble with hairs itching and quote-unquote poking when trimmed than when I shave clean. Same goes for my lover, BTW, and he should leave the hairs grow long or shave clean, but nothing in between, or he'll irritate me when things get physical. He shaves his balls occasionally. (laughs) He shaves his balls, occasionally shaves a few hairs from his penis. Hair above his penis and below his belly remain untouched. A tip, you could use a bit of pseudo-cream or another baby buttocks cream for any irritation you're experiencing. Also, semicolon, don't be surprised about minor to major irritation at first. A great part of my life, I wasn't able to shave or trim any part of my body without it going flaming red. Brackets, imagine being a teenage girl and not being able to shave your armpits to satisfactory results. D-Rama. Winking emoticon. That luckily went a whole lot better after buying a better blade and system. Brackets, Wilkinson sword. And shaving oil for sensitive skin. About three years ago, I also started removing hair from my genital area. Only a little bit at first. Every time I waited a few days to a week to see whether my skin responded well. Only to remove a little more when it did. Nowadays, I shave clean twice a week. And I use an epilator about every two weeks for the triangle part. By comparison, semicolon, for you, that would be the hair below your belly above your penis. And lackadaisical ads. For me, I hate hair in my mouth. I want to be able to roam and not get a mouthful of hair. LOL. Also, if it's not trimmed, my BF says it tangles a little, which is kinds not cool. Brackets also collect sweat, semen, etc., adding a bit too much smell of sex sometimes. And anonymous not verified ads. Shaving is most definitely a good thing for the guys. When girls shave, it gives them a lot more room 
to be licked, massaged, etc. We don't say it's nasty, but we wish you would shave it. If you just trim, keep the hairline high away from your clit so it can be licked, sucked, fingered, etc. Winking emoticon. Plus, being completely shaved is usually a turn-on for guys, but girls, please shave it all. Shaving is not going to make a guy think you look like a little kid, and we most definitely appreciate it. And Booty Slapper 69 adds, My GF is Chinese and doesn't want to shave. I'm okay with that, so I usually lick her from behind. It's kind of awesome, because I snuck in an ass lick. <laughs> it's kind of awesome, because I snuck in a ass lick, and she now loves getting her asshole licked. And that thread is eight pages long, with 356 total replies. I will not read the rest of them. And the last thing we'll read from the sexinfo101.com forums will come from the member forum, subforum, homosexual, bisexual, and other non-heterosexual subforum in a thread started by that one guy entitled Self-Sucking Questions. And it goes like this. Okay, I don't consider myself gay, but I really want to do this. Unfortunately, I can't reach it with my mouth. Is there anything I can do about this? Any info would be great because I fantasize about doing this all the time, but I haven't figured out how to yet. Thanks, guys. And a real self-sucker replies. Hi, since I was 14 or so, I realized that I was able to do that. Here are some recommendations. One, always try it after a workout routing or something like that. Two, to get your body more flexible, try to reach the floor with your open hands with our bending your knees. If you try this, I don't know, maybe one month, you'll be able to do it in time. I didn't do this, but I can reach it anyway. I guess I'm just flexible enough to bend over. Have fun. And cycle freak ads. Yeah, I would think that that is just another form of masturbation too. Has nothing to do with being gay or straight. Hmm. I wonder if there are any women who can do that to themselves. They would have to be more flexible than a male, I'd say. And crack baby ads. I don't think the average guy would be able to do this, even after years of flexibility training. That's Chinese acrobat type stuff, which is pretty genetic. Why don't you just get a blowjob from girls? And Otis85 writes, I think my bro said it best when he said, while at a stripper bar of over 300 girls, quote unquote, I could have sex with each and every one of them and still feel the need to beat off afterwards. And Busta Hyman adds, sucking yourself off? Nah, never occurred to me, winking emoticon. I'd start digging yoga personally. Sure, it's a bit sick, but hey, I'm a typical type of guy, lol. You should ask a yoga instructor if they can suck their own dick or like their own clit. See what they tell you, smiling emoticon. And on the road rights, take it from me. You do not have to have an enormous dick to be able to suck your own cock. My dick is, on a good day, 7 inches, and I can, depending on how flexible I am at the time, suck up to 2 inches of my shaft. It's a combination of reasonable cock size and flexibility. My best advice to anyone who wants to give this a try is to first lean over and see how close you are. More than 4 inches? It's not going to happen, mate. If you're close, then stretch your back and neck to limber up, then go for the legs over the head method. It can be helpful to rest your legs on a bed to begin with. If you really want to go for it, throw your legs over your head and rest your feet against a solid area wall door, which enables you to push with your legs for the ultimate thrust motion. This is more for advanced self-sucking, mind you. I have to warn everyone that it can be hard on the back and neck. I'm 24 now, and I almost never suck my own dick. When I was 15 16, I hardly left my bedroom, and I could pretty much take the whole thing. But it gets harder as you get older, so be careful.
and GenoAds. I used to be able to do this up to last year. It's quite hard, but you need to be pretty flexible. You also need to be the right height, 5'6 to 5'8, to have it done easier. And Jersey Splash writes, I am interested to do this. <laughs> I am interested too to do this, but I was not able to do. If you get this, make me know. My email address, jerseysplash at yahoo.com. And loves to please you ads. Seriously, self-sucking is quite simple. First, you should have a 10-inch dong. The rest is easy. And OSU fan replies, I can suck my own cock. I could ever since I was around 13. My dick is now 8.5 inches, and I'm 22 years, so I can usually get about 2 or 3 inches in my mouth. It does take a great deal of stretching. I can only do it when I have been very active that day, like ran or worked out so my body is stretched out and flexible. I love to do it for my girlfriend. We will both suck my dick together on occasion, and she usually takes my load, but when I do it myself, I enjoy swallowing my cum. Good luck to any who are trying. Hope you find success. And me, which is I'm backwards, spelled backwards, replies, you know, you could just have a few ribs removed then you could reach it please do not take this response seriously and mission replies i actually was flexible enough when i was 17 to be able to do that felt awesome i was so happy i took a photo not able to do it anymore i never jizzed in my mouth when i did just onto whatever then the one time i jizzed in my own mouth i almost threw up and decided to never do it again and ditzy doll replies only 4% of men can actually do this. So unless you can already do it, which obviously you can't if you're writing a thread about it, then you probably won't be able to no matter what tips you receive. Unless maybe someone out of the 4% gives you tips. And Cycle Freak writes, I'm not really sure why this was posted in the gay section. It's just another form of masturbation, surely. So it probably belongs in the quote-unquote pleasing him section. Well, I'm not gay, but I'd do it if I was able to. Hell, why not? I tried to do it a few times when I was younger, but just couldn't reach it. Not flexible enough. Brackets. Actually, DVD Bear's avatar looks like he's giving it a try. And Shifty Scent writes, My name is Jacob. I'm 15. I can do this, but you have to have at least a 6-incher or better. Okay, here are the steps for doing it. Step 1. You have to be completely naked so you can flex better. Step 2. Lie flat on your back. Okay, the next step might be a little hard. Swing your legs over your head and onto the floor or bed you are lying on. No, have your feet up on a wall. And to bring your penis to your mouth, walk down the wall with your feet. And with any luck, you will at least be able to lick the head. If you are good, you can actually suck it. Practice makes perfect. Good luck to you, mate. And shaved by rights. I use an external catheter. It has a cup that fits over the cock head and a one-inch tube that slides inside and place the long end on my mouth. I use it often. And old but good rights. I am older now and cannot suck my own dick anymore, but when I was younger, brackets up to about age 35, I was flexible enough to take it all the way in my mouth and suck it to completion. That really got me off, and I did it frequently. Since I've gotten older, I can't do it, but I liked it so much that now I find myself enjoying sucking other men's dicks. Pretty much as surrogates for my own. I don't really consider myself gay, but perhaps I am. I don't even consider myself bi because I want no relationships with these men other than sucking them off. And I love pussy at least as much as anyone. I can never get too much of it, brackets, both for coitus and cunnilingus. I can tell you this much. There are a lot of men who like having their cock sucked by guys like me, who really knows what makes it great for them. And they are a heck of a lot easier to hook up with than women. 
So I end up most often in oral situations with men only because I need the sex and it is available, whereas sex with a woman is not so available. I get a thrill out of satisfying my partner, be it a woman or a man, so my life is pleasant since I can satisfy either very nicely. Okay, well, what did you think of that? I'm sorry, did I interrupt you sucking yourself off right now? I, uh, I'll give you a moment to recover. Um, yes, so the classic form of sexual advice. Why in the world do people need to seek out sex advice like this? It should be free and available and taught in schools because, you know, people just otherwise seem very dumb. They should definitely teach that everyone should be shaving their pubes starting at, uh, I don't know, in, uh, uh, let's say eighth grade. Certainly enlightening sexual advice. Um, nothing too bananas. Yeah, it's weird how I'm always amazed at how people find and seek out these communities to share all their sex advice with. Um, I mean, this is mostly pretty vanilla stuff, but uh, I hope you still enjoyed it. We're into May 2017. Once again, I thank you at the top and I thank you at the bottom. Thanks to all the people who donate on Patreon. Thank you people who donate on PayPal. Thanks to everyone who downloads the podcast and shares it with their friends. The only time I ever spent money to promote this was on somethingawful.com and people who have ad block can't see those ads, so it doesn't matter. That was many years ago when I was just first starting. I don't spend any money on advertising, so everyone who listens to this podcast, it's strictly from word of mouth, people sharing it around with each other. So I super appreciate that and encourage you to continue doing so because it is the only way that that people will listen to me. Thanks to everyone who is on the Facebook page, which is, of course, at Facebook slash Lou Reads. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, just follow me at King underscore Lou at Twitter. There's also a Lou Reads podcast Twitter that I update less frequently. The King Lou one is mine, so you'll get podcast information plus lots of stuff you probably don't care about, but that's Twitter. And if you're interested, I'm starting a new side project called Alternate Side Talking, which is my way of killing time during my weekly forced car moving ritual by New York City, where I get people to come and sit with me in the car and we talk about nonsense for about 40 minutes. I'm going to be setting up an alternate side talking Facebook page that people should feel free to subscribe to if they like to see me talk about nonsense with my friends. I think uh, I've uttered some major absurdities in the four episodes I've done so far. I'm hoping to get some of my more famous friends to come sit in the car if they are ever in New York and want to come and sit in the car at 7 a.m. But yeah, yeah, I'm going to be doing that on Facebook Live for now, potentially doing it on Twitch and or YouTube if those streaming platforms seem more sensical, but that's neither here nor there. And as always, please go to iTunes and write a review or go to the Google Store and write a review or go to Stitcher or TuneIn or wherever the podcast can be found. I think as I mentioned, I just discovered that you can get Lou Reads on TuneIn, the app that does streaming radio. It's free, just like getting it on iTunes, but um, it's just a different way to get your radio. And if you missed it, I did an episode of Get Rich Quick, which is a podcast about ridiculous ideas about how to make money quickly on the radio, and I'll be linking to that on the Facebook page um, and also on loureads.com. If you've never been to loureads.com, go there. It's just a blog where I post all my stuff uh, for this podcast. Hooray! And thanks to everyone who signed up so subscribed to my Robot Lou YouTube channel. There's a lot of very old videos on there from back when I used to churn out content when there was not really a huge demand for such things 
uh, it's nice to know that people will be looking at that stuff. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for You. My name's Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for You, sexinfo101.com edition. We'll see you soon. Shave your pubes. Bye-bye. <laughs>